Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 97-1, the ticket. It is the Stoney and Jansen program. Jim Costa sitting all week for John. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, as we usually do on Mondays, but because Monday was a holiday, uh, we decided to postpone this till t- today. And we are so fortunate to have the uh, Quick Lane ambassador with us right now. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry, you know, he represents the Mac and uh, Bowling Green couldn't get it done against Jerry Kill's New Mexico State Aggies. He is the one, the only TJ Lang. Good morning. Good Merry morning, Christmas. Fellas. Happy Good New morning. Year. How are you? Yeah, thank you guys. How was Christmas? It was uh, a on, a, on a plane for me. It was okay. On a plane? Yes, absolutely. Coming back from? Uh, Florida. Okay, good for you. Yeah, no delays either, which was no the real delays, stunner. which is incredible. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's a wild weekend. I know yeah. we had to leave, you know, Thursday. I know uh, to go down to Carolina just because uh, weather on Friday was going to be horrendous. So I saw some pictures on social media. You and Kozlowski, you're going to be on his pit crew, or yeah. <laughs> we were working on it, man. That was pretty cool. Um, going down there, and you know, Brad obviously is a huge Lions fan, being from Rochester, and. He gave us, uh, my goodness, I think it was about a three-hour tour. I mean, you could see, like, how they build these cars from scratch. Uh-huh. You know, it's insane. It's nuts. And when you think about racing, it's just like, oh, you drive a car, you know, you got guys change the tire. It's like, you oh, just my turn God. left a whole bunch. <laughs> like, right. A crew of, like, hundreds of people that go into that. It was right. it was awesome, though. It was great, uh, great of Brad to, you know, be generous and, and let us into his world a little bit and he came and joined us a little bit on the pregame show Sunday or uh, Saturday, and uh, you know he's just a huge Lions fan, so that was, that was pretty cool. Were you as caught off guard as we were? Like I talked to Dan off here yesterday, Dan Miller, and you could hear it in his calls, like just how how surprising that was. That we felt like we were past that kind of Lions performance. Yeah, I think um, I don't know if I was surprised, Costa. I remember last week when I was in here with you and and John, and you know it. it Weird things happen in the NFL. You know what I mean? Like it's hard to it's hard to get up and have a great performance week after week after week after week after. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it, it's hard to do that. And uh, I was this was a game that kind of you know kind of worried me a little bit just in terms of how 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 long can you keep this up for? You right. know what I mean? The six out of the last seven games, you're playing great football. Um, you may be playing. Arguably, maybe a little bit better than what you should be playing based off the talent that you have. How long is that going to be sustainable? I think every team, look, every team is due for a stinker at some point. Um, you know, the only problem is with this team, 
you're not the Chiefs, you're not the Bills, you're not the Eagles. You can't afford this at this point of the season Correct. based off how you started the season. So, um, but you know what? I mean, when you when you look at the at, at, at the totality of the last two months of football, um, you know, six and two. Right. I mean, you know, digging yourself out of a grave. Does that loss against Carolina take away from all that? I don't think it does. No, I, um, I you know it's not the loss. It's just the I was what, what the how? surprised me was that they were gashed so much by their running game when you knew that's all they could do was run. And the Lions running game, actually, it's not a one-game thing. With that offensive line, and look, as, as Dan Campbell told us earlier today, it's not all the offensive line, it's not all the running, it's a whole cumulative. That the Lions running game, which was so good earlier in the season, has really been stuck in neutral for the most part, and they couldn't stop the runs. Yeah, and I, I look at the run game and I say, you know what, Like sometimes when you have the whole week to prepare – uh, you you try to th- you, coaches sometimes outthink themselves. You know what I mean? What 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 did the Steelers do that was really good against Carolina? Oh, let's start doing that. You start to in a sense game plan for the other team too much rather than just say, look, this is our bread and butter. This is what we do. Let's make them stop what we do. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Rather yeah. as opposed to, well, we're going to change everything and do what they're bad at. You know what? I, like do what <laughs> you do. Like go to your bread and butter. You know, if you're a, a counter, you know, pin and pull type team, and that's how you gash. Go stick with that. You know, don't start just running all these kind of zones and inside outside zone because you know it had worked in the past against. And good, throw that in, but don't lose sight of you know what you're good at, right? And I think that there's a sense sometimes where coaches tend to outsmart themselves a little bit. Um, I, I've just been, and I heard a little bit of coach this morning too, and like these tight ends got to start doing something in the run game. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they just have to be better. I mean, watching a little bit of the film last night and this morning, like I thought the offensive line was good enough. Um, every pretty much loss, you know, tackle for loss that has gone against this team in the past couple weeks has been from a tight end just, you know, getting his ass kicked and not cutting a guy off, not stealing a guy, not getting inside when, uh, you know, you got you to cut the backside off, whatever it is. Um, they, they've got to pick it up. They've got to be better because they rely on their tight ends a lot to block. You don't want to start going into, you know, oh, we'll just go four wide and, you know, five blockers versus six and try to figure – no, you need these tight ends to pick it up. That's your bread and butter. That's who you are. Um, so they've got to be better, I think. Look, there's a couple plays even there, the running backs, you know, like the holes there, hit it. Like, just go, you know, stop thinking so much. Try, stop trying to make, you know, that extra second, third cut and try to make an explosive play. And Swift always had, he's had one just every game where it's like, dude, it's a counter to the right. Why are you bouncing all the way back to the left? That's when you're getting, you know, the tackles for loss. That's when your linemen are getting the holding calls because right. they're expecting you to be way outside here. Oh, what's he doing over there? My hands are out of position. My feet are out of position. You're not prepared for that. So uh, everything just, you know, as a whole right now is just off. And that game, you know, offensively was, look, that that turnover obviously swung the momentum of that right. game. You got a chance to go up at least 10-7, to 7, if not 14-7. to 7. And after that, you know, they could just never grab it back. Carolina goes and scores 24 straight, and you just can't play that type of game. Not only against Carolina, you can't play that type of game against anybody in the NFL. It's a shame uh, because of that play, and Ragnow took responsibility because Goff has been so good with the football lately. And I thought Goff played pretty damn well on Saturday, too, all things considered. I thought he did, too. I mean, He threw the ball away when he had to. He didn't make stupid plays. Silly decisions. I mean, he wasn't trying to... Uh, really force anything. Um, you know, I wish they could have gotten the ball downfield a little bit more. I mean, they hit the big, big uh, chunk to Chark there early in the game, and after that, was like, okay, like, 
go back to it. You know, just keep them honest. Make them play deep. That's going to open up everything underneath. But uh, I, I thought for the most most part, he, he he played well. I thought he played well enough to win the game. Mm-hmm. Um, the question that I had was at the end was, why is he still in? Like, he was taking some shots yep. at the end. And it's a three-score game. You're looking at it, and you're like, that field is hard. I mean, it's like concrete. Like I don't want his head bouncing off the turf. I don't want his, you know people taking – and look, they had back-to-back roughing the passer penalties. Like, at that point, defensive linemen are going to take liberties on Right. Him. It's a three-score game. Oh, well, so care. We'll give him 15 more yards with 40 seconds left. Who cares? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I, and I know maybe there was a discussion. I just know that golf is that type of dude that – you know, he's a tough dude, and I guarantee you, you know, that they thought about putting Sudfeld in, and I guarantee you, Golf was probably the one that's like, no, I'm not coming out of this game. Like you're not like as long as my guys are out there, I'm not, I'm not coming out. I just thought that was something just nitpicky coaching, where it's like, just kind of at that point, you know, you realize how big these next two weeks are. Mm-hmm. Worst case scenario, it's already been a bad day. The only way you can make it worse is by getting somebody injured, right? And that was, from my point of view, was like, I didn't need to see that. I didn't need to see him go tough it T- out. TJ, taking over, you're taking over my nitpicking role <laughs> that I usually have. Well, so I, I asked Coach about the turf. Like, what was the deal with the field? Not, no one's, no one's using it as an excuse no, for why they lost. The Panthers Bo- complained about it for year, for the whole season, and basically. both teams played on it. But like, explain to people. You talked on the pregame. Like, it was like cement, it was, concrete. It was rock hard. I mean, it was rock. And I know it was cold. And they said down in you know Charlotte that that was the coldest game they've ever played. So I don't think they've had experience with how cold it is and how that's going to affect turf. Um, but normally turf is is soft, right? You have that rubber filling. You have at least uh, a couple inches of that, right? So even if the bottom, very bottom layer is firm, you usually have a little bit of padding um, where you can figure out, hey, what cleats am I going to wear? Oh, it's a little bit softer. or Maybe it's a little firmer. But that was literally, I mean, guys were stomping their foot on the ground and it sounded like somebody was, you know, pounding on a... Uh, you know, a desk or something. It was just like, what the, my goodness, I've never seen it. And I was watching guys out there in pregame, literally, I mean, there were probably 15 guys out there early, early. 14 of them were slipping all over the place. And I was kind of, you try to talk to them, you're like, what's the deal? What's going on? What what shoes are you going to wear? And they're like, I have no idea. Like, I've never played, I've never played on this before, you know? And it was, uh, for me, it was more of a concern, and I didn't want to say it on air to jinx anything, but... I was more concerned with the injury factor. Right. I was more yeah. concerned about guys slamming their head into that thing and getting, or, you know, slamming a knee or an elbow, whatever it was. And uh, you could even tell. I mean, you could tell if you watch that game. Anytime, you know, Amon Robinson got the ball. I mean, as soon as there was contact, he just kind of slid. Like he didn't want to get slammed into that. Right. You know what I mean? And that's like you said, it's not an excuse. But I think, hey, when you're, you know, in that zone, when you're going through your routine and Something you go out there and you're just ready for the game and you're juiced up, you know, adrenaline's going, and all of a sudden, oh, now I got to worry about the field. That's just an extra, uh, you know, distraction that you got to think about. Did that affect them? I don't know. I mean, you have to ask the players, but for me, it was a concern because, you know, I played on a couple, I played on, you know, the Silverdome back in the day and a couple high school games. I mean, it was about as similar as that. Wow. And there was even a, there was one player that came to me and said, I don't know how, how this field is legal, right? And even before the game, they had heaters out on the field they were trying to thaw it out it did kind of as the game went on it warmed up a little bit and 
got a little better, but it was. Uh, I'm just glad. I'm glad that I'm not using it as an excuse to why they got you know blown out no. like that. I'm just glad there were no serious injuries because that was my concern. Well, because of what's still at stake, and we want to talk more about that coming up next. If you guys missed the conversation with Dan Campbell, we're going to play that at 9:35. So stick around. It's 97.1. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.